0: We don't usually do this, <clears throat> we don't usually <clears throat> review a, a talk of the Rev that we just learned before, especially one we just learned last week, but number one, um, I think it's something we need to learn every day, really, to bring it home to ourselves, and number two, we didn't really finish it either, and uh, and hopefully uh, we'll learn it again, and uh, I'll go inside. Okay. So I'm just going to do the... Uh, I'm just going to paraphrase f- from the uh, original. I'm not going to explain too much. Where's this from? This is from Kutusichas Chilakalaf, Pashkisisa. In the Torah, Pashkisisa, the Torah tells us about el Navi, what he did at a time of trouble, as in all times All times of trouble are a result of confusion. I think that was referring to how... Um, when, there, when, we, when, when we make mistakes, so that leads to... Uh, uh, times of trouble so they were in trouble and there was confusion they, they're usually synonymous I so so Yom gathers all the prophets of the Baal together all the Jewish people together and he tells them why are you standing on the doorway so the question we asked was why is he asking them why is he standing in the doorway he should have said why are you serving the idol called baal the time has come to stop serving the idol called baal and to announce that Hashem is a, is, is the truth he says who forever whoever is in Hashem, say go to Hashem. whoever is in baal say go to baal why are you in the doorway if he has an issue with them the issue is that they're serving idols so why did he say to them why are you in the doorway go after baal if baal is the god he should have said don't serve baal why is he it sounds like it's worse to serve the um It's worse to be in the doorway than it is to serve the Baal. To understand this, to explain the whole concept of a Jew serving idols. Jews are believers, children of believers. So how is it possible that a Jew comes to deny Hashem, achon al-Tzlat? So the answer is, the Raman tells us that the beginning of idolatry was caused by people uh, looking at the sustenance that Hashem sends to the world. And since Hashem sends the sustenance to the world through the Kachov Mazalis, through the stars, through the constellations, that's the divine flow goes through the various means. So people thought they need to give honor to the stars and to the and to the zodiacs, whatever, in order that they should get more, more abundance, or they they should get more of what they want. The truth is that although Hashem's sustenance does flow to the world through the stars and the mazalis, there's no reason to give them any honor because all they are are an axe on the hand of the wood shopper. In other words, just like an axe has no power in its own, it's just a woodchopper is using it. So too, any means to which Hashem sends sustenance to the world, whether it's an angel, whether it's a, uh, a, a star or whatever it is, Hashem sends sustenance to the world, whether it's the sun the moon, the sun has no choice to give light or not to give light, to give heat or not to give heat. So too, anything, any angel, any means to which God sends sustenance to the world has no force in its own. All it is is the axe in the hand of a woodchopper. And that's why there's no reason to give them any honor, because they're not a thing, they're just an ax. That's the difference between, as Chris explains, the mitzvah of honoring your parents to the prohibition of idolatry. Regarding your parents, the Torah says they have a mitzvah to honor them. Regarding stars and mazolis, not only are you not supposed to honor them, the contrary, it's a sin to honor them. The reason there's a difference is because by your parents, your parents have free will. And therefore, you are obligated to honor them because of what they did for you. But the kachal the stars, the zodiac, they're just like the axe in the hand of the wood and have no power on their own. Uh, as I mentioned just briefly, we don't have too so much time, the, the uh, astrologers don't have any real knowledge of what's going to happen to anyone because, as Rabbi says, they see, they don't know what they're seeing. So although some gives sustenance through the Kahalmazalis, it doesn't mean that it's something that people could uh, understand what they're seeing. It's all um Adam says that if someone says that that, that it's real it's real and Torah forbade it to us, Adam says they're just foolish. It's 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 not that they that, that they know when the Torah says we can't do it, it's that it's just foolish. So sense, he says they see what they, they 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 don't know what they see. They don't know what they see honoring and bowing to the stars, bowing to the zodiac, is honoring the zodiac is idolatry, and it's one of the most severe sins. As Gemara says that idolatry is one of the most weighty sins. Anyone who denies idolatry is equal to agreeing to acknowledging the whole tour. By denying idol- idolatry, you're agreeing with the whole tour. So it comes out that the reason why people served idol worship was because of their foolish perception at that time that in order to get more sustenance in order for, for their selfish motives, that's why they should serve them to get something more. And that's the reason why Jews... The prohibition is understanding that the sun itself has any power. Right. That's, that, the sun is... Unlike your parents... It's not like, who, like to sit outside and say, wow, I'm enjoying the heat of the sun. No, no not, that's, that's not a prohibition. It's, it's to say the sun has power. A, it its, it's to say thank you to the sun. It's to say thank you to the... That, that's idolatry. Thank you, Mishalom, yeah. yeah. for sending the sun. Is yeah. Yeah. That's, 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 that's Jewish. That's, 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 uh, that's part of what we're supposed to be doing. Uh, thank Hashem for the sun. Yeah, for sure. We do that every day. So the reason why it's possible for Jews who are believers, children of believers, to stumble Hashem preserve us in the sin of idolatry the reason why this is possible is because it's not something that they're really doing with the truth. They're only doing this for a selfish motive. It's not something which is a straight out-and-out out idolatry. It's not an act of service, a, a altruistic act of service. You see an idol worshiper, a Jewish idol worshiper, there's something else that's motivating this service. As original idol worshippers... They were serving the sun and the moon because they thought that, that, will give them that since the sun and the moon have free will, and the zodiac has free will, whether or not to give them more of the goodies that they wanted, they thought that if they'll serve them and we'll get more. So, in a similar way, why could a Jew serve idolatry? It's because the Jew thinks that this will give him something. So, it's, there's a selfish motive that's motivating the idolatry. Unlike the service of Hashem, the Jew serves Hashem not just because he wants Hashem to give him his needs. Rather, it's because a Jew is devoted to Hashem with the truth. As we one today in Hayom Yom, 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 it says, it's not that we need to do things truthfully, but rather it, our efforts have to be to be real. Our efforts have to be to be real. But to be real is a different kind. That, that's a whole work in itself. Effort itself to become real. Anyways, but the essence of a Jew is devoted to Hashem with the truth and the full heart, not for the sake of any reward. Unlike idolatry, al the 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 oh, the idea of of a person serving an idol is because of the sustenance he wants to receive, and that's the reason why the Jews at that time served the idol called Baal. They thought we'll serve the idol called Baal, and this will give us lots of goodies. So, as it says in the Torah, that they said that we we saw we had hardship from the moment we stopped serving the Baal. Whatever. So their perspective was we need to serve the Baal because we need to get stuff. It wasn't. That they love the service of the Baal, they love the Baal, it was that it was it was selfish. So although in general idolatry is something that is done for a selfish motive, there are two versions of idolatry. One version of idolatry is that a person actually believes that the idolatry will give him abundance, and although he is serving the idol because he wants to get something, but his His selfish motive is real to him. He thinks, I want to get a raise in my job, and therefore I am going to pray to the zodiac. I'm going to pray to the stars. I'm going to pray to the sun. And so he really believes this, and he goes and he bows down to the stars, he bows down to the moon, he bows down whatever whatever idol he he believes in, and he honestly and truthfully is expecting that this service is going to cause something to happen. That's one version of idolatry. So yes, it's for a selfish motive, but there's something real there as well. He really believes this is going to help me being in the doorway means that you're in doubt there are people which are always in a state of doubt and then time goes on and they discover that they're that they were wrong that there's nothing in 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 the things that they were uh, attributing significance to there is another kind of there's so, so there is a kind of of being in the doorway where a person believes that hashem plus whatever else he believes in is contributing to his future and there's a hashem and there's idolatry too that's called shittuf. Shittuf means that you believe that Abishter and something else are connected to your your uh, whatever happens to you hashem plus something else that's being in the doorway you're not just only believing in hashem you have one foot which believes in hashem the other foot which says there's something else, which is also, there's nature, there's this, there's that, whatever it is that you believe that is c- c- causing things to happen to you, so that's called shittuf. The one way of being the doorway is that you believe in Hashem for part of the time, and the next day you say, I don't believe in Hashem, I believe in, the, I believe in this idol. Another way is that you all the time are constantly looking at two different forces and saying, there's the Abishus force, whatever that means, and there's another force, and both these forces together, that's what's, that's what's, that's what's, that's what's making, uh, that's what's floating my boat. So, the truth is that serving idolatry, even though you're partnering Hashem into it, you're believing in Hashem plus the idolatry, or if you're serving idolatry because you're not sure, even if you only do this with your words, you only say, I believe in this idolatry, you don't really, you don't like honestly, don't, you don't, if, if, even if you just said those words, even if, you just, even if you just bow down to the idol and you didn't really believe in it, it's a very big sin. And it's such a big sin that it says in Tanya that a Jew naturally would die rather than do that sin. So it is a big thing to do shit of. So I just want to point out um, that in the new uh, paragraphs of the Alta that were discovered, the author mentions the reason why it's possible, why it's allowed to, to be partners with a non-Jew, even though it says in earlier... Uh, books and the Torah and the Talmud. It says you can't become partners with a non-Jew because a non-Jew may uh, swear in the name of his. Can't do what with a non-Jew? Can't be, can be a partner with a non-Jew. In what? In business. Oh yeah. Why not? Because a non-Jew will swear in the name of his idols. So the al says that nowadays you could become partners with a non-Jew. Why? The al says although a non-Jew may use the name of the idolatry, his real intent is to Hashem, the Maker of Heaven and Earth. He doesn't only mean the the idolatry, he also means Hashem. And non-Jews are allowed to believe in in shit of in a partnership. Which tells us that a Jew is not allowed to speak that way. Not just about, not just about JC or whatever, but about any other force. A Jew is not allowed to attribute any other force into anything happening in his life. JC Penny? Yes, JC Penny. Absolutely. (laughs) Okay. Now I can understand why in many ways Being in the doorway is worse than idolatry. Although in general, idolatry is worse because a person is totally detached from godliness. He has no thoughts in his mind about anything true. But regarding doing teshuva, being in the doorway is worse than idolatry. It's a lot harder to do teshuva for being in the doorway than it is for idolatry. There are two reasons why it's hard to do teshuva. The first reason is, someone who believes in idolatry, when he discovers the truth, he discovers the truth that the idolatry wasn't real, and the real truth is Hashem, he realizes, I made a big mistake. I was living this mistake for such a long time. And therefore, he will really sincerely do truth, and he'll wake up and say, well, I have to stop this. But if someone is in the doorway, since he also believe in Hashem too, he's never going to have this aha moment, I should stop doing what I'm doing. Instead, he's going to have this moment of like, oh, I was doing this right the whole time. Even though he wasn't. It's hard to acknowledge a mistake because there was something true in what he was thinking before. He, part of the time, or part of his feeling, was saying that Hashem is the reality. I was always Jewish, he'll say to himself. I was always a believer. Really, he wasn't always a believer. Really, he was ambivalent. He was... was, but it's so it's hard to do teshuva because it's hard to acknowledge exactly where the mistake lied. Understand? He can't he can't actually like make a make a make a U turn and say I made a mistake because there was never a a clear out and out mistake. There was also something else that was there that was true. That's one reason why it's hard to do teshuva for this. There's another reason why it's hard to do teshuva. If someone believes in idolatry doesn't believe in partnership, he believes in idolatry, he believes that the idol is all that's governing my life. So he thinks, chas that the Baal, this idol, is God. So although he is not connected to Hashem at all in his thoughts and feelings, he does care about spirituality. For a selfish motive, but he does care about spirituality. On the other hand, somebody who is on has is in the doorway, and he has one foot with Hashem and one foot with the idol. That indicates such a corruption that he's willing to exchange Hashem, who is true, for the sake of the idolatry. He's he's willing to play on both sides of the fence because he doesn't care about spirituality. He just cares where will where will the penny drop? Okay, let me let me go on this side. Let me go on that side. He's willing to exchange Hashem and say, okay, I, 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 I need, okay, Hashem, you you have a point, but right now I think that if I uh, sacrifice this Shabbos. This is going to help me in my future. This, I, I need to let go of of, of the Shocher right now because this other thing is going to help me. So in that in, in that decision, what you are saying is that the Gashmias the physical, is more important than the spiritual. So even if you do Teshuvah, you say, you know, that was a mistake. I thought that the medical conference that I went to on Shabbos is going to help me, uh, but I realize it doesn't help me. Even if I go back to Hashem, what am I really doing? I'm saying to Hashem, oh, you're the guy who gives me the goodies. <laughs> I had no idea. Well, let's be friends. So, so you're, even your, your approach to Hashem is also because of the goodies. It's not because of, it's not because of you really want the eibishter. It's just because you want the goodies. If you're an idolater, so you're sincere. You're sincere, and you're connected to spirituality. You're into, the, you're into this idol. You believe in the idol, connect to the idol. But if you're playing on both sides of the fence, you're not sincere. Your, um, your, your, your ambivalence indicates that, you, the, that, that you, you would rather be wherever the money is. doesn't matter who's giving it. And so when you do Teshuvah, your teshuva to Hashem is also, Hashem, I know that you are the provider. You are the real ATM machine. I thought the ATM machine was, there's two ATM machines. I have to go to both. Psst, I made a mistake. You're the real ATM machine, right? So, so it, it's not, it's not a, a, a real tshuva. It's just for the sake of gashmis. Okay, that's all that we're saying till now. Are regarding is regarding ourselves. If we're in the doorway, we're, we're going to. It's be hard for us to do tshuva. And then when we do tshuva, it's 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 uh, it's, it's tshuva is not going to be so sincere. There's another issue with um, with being in the doorway, and that is how it affects other people. If someone is an idolater, so then those no and learn from him. everyone knows this guy's an idolater. But someone is like usually they're doing things the right way, or they're on both sides of the fence. Since he also believes in Hashem, so therefore, it's more prone people will be like, well, I see, I see that this guy does it, so I could do it too. It's and the Gemara says that causing many people to sin is a is worse thing. So since and, and there, he's be of a much stronger influence because he's also one of the boys. He's also there. He also is a believer. So therefore, his. His mistake is a lot is a lot is a lot more um, uh, damaging. Okay. The Gemara says that the eights are harder for idolatry has been annihilated. However, the Rebbe says the idea of being on both sides of the door, of the doorway is also stronger. Uh is is also strong today as well. Um whether it's in a very subtle form called dakos didakos, whether it's just in a subtle form or more than a subtle form, but we all experience this idea the itzahara of the doorway itzahara. The doorway itzahara works like this. There are some people that because of selfish motives, because of respect that they want to gain from other people, because of what people might say about them, they temporarily are willing to forego many matters of Torah and, and its commandments. For a certain amount of days, certain amount of weeks, they put God and the code of Jewish law, God forbid, on a bookshelf, in order people shouldn't say about them. Oh, you're just you're just a uh, you're, you're 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 not you're not real. You're you're you're, you're, you're a batlam. You're not with the times. You don't understand. That you're not modern. Um, this is America. You have to give up on all these old ways. You have to act a little bit like the time that we're in now. So, in order not to be considered uncool, people do this. So, people, in order people shouldn't say about me that I am a botan, that I'm not cool, in order people should respect me. Or, why should I have more money? And the truth is, Ebba says, that that money ends up being wasted on, on doctors, etc. Because since the money came not with the will of Hashem, so it doesn't go to good things, it goes to negative things. Because, it says the Torah, God shall bless you and God shall protect you. God shall bless you, the Talmud says, He'll bless you with money. God shall protect you from damage. So, if you're getting the money from Hashem, according to Hashem's desire, in the path of Hashem, so then you have the blessing of, that, that, that there's protection, or You or not just you're blessed, but there's, you're protected. But if, has hasham you're getting the money by putting Hashem on the side, and the on the side, so then there the they're on that blessing. And therefore the money goes, even if the money that's gained doesn't go to the right place, it doesn't go to the place you want to spend it. So therefore, but nevertheless, the Jew is willing, temporarily, to sell Hashem, to sell his soul. And therefore, the Bible says, we have to remember that the sin of idolatry is... Um, not as bad as being in the doorway, for the reasons that we mentioned. Number one, it's hard to do teshuvah. Why? Because you don't really feel the greatness of the sin. You're able to say to yourself, you're able to convince yourself, it's not such a big deal. Because I keep termites in general, and um, what's a big deal if I give up, you know, just just for a moment, temporarily? This is a certain reason. What's a big deal? So it's hard to teshuvah for that because you, you're, you're, you don't identify that mistake as being your own, you saying, ah, that's not who I am, it's temporary, I did that thing. Number two, that I- I- the person is corrupt. He is exchanging spiritual things, spiritual values which are eternal, with physical things which are only temporary. He is selling his world to come for money and prestige. So, that, so that's the second issue. The second issue is, that it indicates, it's, it shows a inner corruption. Why am I able to give up Hashem for something else? Why am I in the doorway? Why, why did do I move to that side, the side of the Baal today, a little bit, because even though I know Hashem is the truth, because I want to get something. So that means I'm giving up something which is real for something which is, which, which, which is, which is fake, which is unimportant, just for my own selfish reasons. So that's, that, that, that's what indicates a corruption. Number three, he could he causes damage to many people if he would be openly someone who denies Hashem, so then people would kick him out of their, their, their uh, domain. But since he, um, he, he dresses those items that contradict the Torah, and he's saying, it's just temporarily, it's not, it's not so bad, and he brings a proof from some apostate, he brings a proof from the Talmud, so by doing that, he causes many people to make a mistake. So therefore, the Torah tells us the instruction from this week's Torah, and that is, how long, says Al Yonavi, are you standing in the doorway? It's worse than idolatry. And just like then, the Jewish people announced they did teshuvah and they said twice, "Hashem is elokim." Hashem is the truth. When we got the to Torah, Hashem said one time, "I am Lord your God." But when they when they did teshuvah and they acknowledged uh, the truth of Hashem, they said twice, "Hashem hu elokim." Why? Because teshuvah allows a person to reach a higher level. So they reached in a way higher then they reached uh, at Mount Sinai. Therefore, they said it twice. It wasn't just twice in quantity. They said it two times. Rather, the second time is higher than the first time. The second time is a is the, is the saying of tshuva. So too, all, all those, says the Rebbe, who are standing in the doorway must do tshuva. And they must do tshuva in a double way. Meaning, when you do tshuva, that, that was mentioned here, but it says in Gemara, that when you have a knot, the knot is cut. In order to retie that knot, you have to get a double knot. So, so, in order t- so tshuva has this, 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 this double, it was mentioned here, but double in general in Judaism means something which is infinite. When you're doing tshuva, you have much greater force. As the Zohar says, tshuva is with the greater power. So all doors and doorway, the says, they should do tshuva with a double power. And Jews are responsible for each other. So because Jews are responsible for, for each other, so when one Jew does tshuva, he brings down a light of Hashem. And that light he brings down will also inspire other Jews. All the Jews, which he drew in the wrong direction, the tshuva he's going to do is going to bring them in the right direction. May Hashem help this should happen with kindness and mercy, and those who are causing others to make mistakes, I'm sorry, those, yeah, those who are causing others to make mistakes, together with all those who have been drawn after them, should do tshuva in a double way, and they all should say together, Hashem Hualikim, Hashem hu elikim. Hey. Chaim, Chaim. I wanna learn this again. I'm hoping it's gonna go into me this time. <laughs> oh, excellent. Yeah, what you it? Not the, not the, Whatever At you least. lost the recording, I don't know this recording. Yeah. I I wanna I I wanna do it again because uh, I wanted to go inside. The recording <laughs> was not the same. I thought it. it's also didn't we have it on Sunday? what, is, what happened